0: this message into this into this session father holy spirit just interpret this word so people understand what you want them to understand god father just do what you do father show them comfort correction conviction restoration and this discipleship father We thank you, Father, that you have allowed us to freely, without any type of restriction, be able to open your word, speak about your word in the way that needs to be done so that we can get your message the way you want to deliver it to us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for you being a part of this message, helping us, guiding us, leading us, and directing us in your ways and in your word according to your translation and your interpretation into our hearts only way this can get done is by having that Holy Spirit talk to us. The lifeblood of Christianity. The beginning of the church. The supernatural movement of the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. I ask you for everyone who watches and listens to this message about to happen. For them to get what you want them to have out of it. And bless their homes. Bless their lives. Bless their jobs. Bless their coming and going here there and fro, near and fro, bless them Father, bless their finances, bless their homes, bless their lives, bless their health, bless all of them the way you bless them and in their situations and how they're living their lives Father for you to do what you do for them, I thank you Father, I ask you to lead, guide and direct me as I bring this message according to how you want me to bring it, I have nothing, you have it all. I'm just the vessel and Jesus is mighty name good day everybody good day good day I hope everyone is having a great day in Jesus by way of the Holy Spirit whether we catch you in the morning when you're getting up just stretching out getting out of bed about to get ready to take a shower get cleaned up having some breakfast getting ready for a day of activities work or errands, stretching out, getting ready to go. Or, we're catching you halfway through your day when you've been through some trials, and tribulations, difficulties, some challenges, but overall, you're seeing God bless you, get through things, make things better for you, um, and you're just trusting God to get you through any obstacle and, and, and any divisive issue um, that you may come your way. You're, you're just praying to God, helps you through these things. What they they call that Midday Madness? or you're catching this at the end of your day when you're home from all your work, activities, and errands. And where you just wanna sit down with those you love, those days you live with, those your family, and you wanna have some dinner, what it may be, just rest and relax, and you want a Holy Spirit word to get you through the night, and just relax and hear some good message however whenever whenever we're catching you right now whatever part of the world you're in you are now tuned in to the blue book presented to you by Pentecost Ministries and hosted by your boy blue hope everyone has had a great day um you know this is uh Super Bowl weekend a lot of craziness people scrambling to uh to prepare for the big game. So, work, a little bit crazy out there. You might notice that there's a lot of just, you know, people just not really thinking about what they're doing. We got to just pray God just brings his peace. And, uh, you know, hope everyone enjoys the game. Whoever watches it, those who don't watch it, it may not matter much, but at the same time, regardless of what the game is going on, you still gotta deal with the with the craziness out in the world. Okay. Anyhow, we are step by step moving forward, and it is a beautiful thing to see things just keep on moving forward. Um, we have to understand that times are coming and prophecies have been fulfilled. Um, we gotta be careful of who we listen to who we pay attention to whose words we actually meditate on because there are definitely definitely tons of people who minister the word out there who are just empty of the Holy Spirit and if you're listening to someone who does not preach on the Holy Spirit does not preach with the Holy Spirit in some way shape or form whether it's in the good word itself or it's in their words and how they, and they let the Holy Spirit run all over the place if this is not an occurrence something needs to change okay because that is the only way where you're going to get any type of change in your life is that the Holy Spirit is a part of it absolutely well Besides all that, we're going to go into one of the things that we constantly do every every blue book. Does anybody know what that is? You should know what that is. If you watch, watch and follow the blue book at any point, you know what that is. And that is definitely the Christian Flag Pledge. Okay, so after me, I pledge allegiance to the Christian Flag. And to the Savior from whom kingdom it stands. One Savior. Crucified. Risen. And coming again. With life. Liberty. To all those who believe. Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. So we got all that done. We are going to be in... Our wonderful Bibles. Everyone got the Bibles. I have mine right here. Always have it open in the Blue Book because it is the Blue Book of Life. Okay, in the message bar there, live chat bar there, I put it in there. We're going to be in Psalms 37, 37, 37. Okay, one scripture, one touch. Psalms 37. 37. Okay. So that being said, let's summarize what this is going to be about. Psalms 37, 32 through 40 describes the actions of the wicked and the judgment they face at the hands of the Lord. The wicked and the, and the wicked actions of the wicked and the judgment they face at the hands of the Lord. Okay. So the wicked are going to be judged okay it also relates what the righteous person ought to do and what the Lord will do for him what you do and what to do for him the wicked have a dreadful future whereas the future of the righteous is one of exaltation peace and deliverance so obviously the wicked has a dreadful future difference with with the righteous Righteous one has exaltation, peace, and deliverance. He didn't even go into what the book is going to be doing. What is is dreadful? Pretty interesting. Okay, so whether or not you have what version you may have, I use the, the Amplified. Always the Amplified. Okay, that's what I use. I'm an Amplified believer, I'm an Amplified reader, I like words, I'm also an artist, so I enjoy wordplay and comprehension on a broader aspect okay um, whatever version of the Bible you may have that's fantastic um, wonderful um, by all means uh, whatever helps you understand whatever, how, how the Holy Spirit talks to you through whatever version great stuff um, through this message we will be going through different versions if there's something different in the versions if something's going on In uh, one of the versions that may be different, Um, we'll address it, discuss it, and go from there. Okay. So, what does Psalms 37:37 mean? The expression to mark, as used here, means to take note of or to pay special attention to. So, you mark something, take note, and pay attention to it if you mark something pay special attention to it okay David's instruction is for the reader or hearer to look at the example of those who are blameless and upright so blameless and upright we as new creations in Christ as born-again believers If you truly are a Jesus Christian and you do live by Jesus' example and are guarded by the Holy Spirit and you obey the law of the Lord, you are um, metaphorically blameless and have an upright stature because people will look at you differently because you will take the Christ approach. You will take the Holy Spirit advice. You will follow the law of the lord the 10 commandments and 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 do those things it changes the perception of how you are looked at you're looked at as someone who you really can't blame that person that person did the righteous thing that did what god would have wanted them to do what jesus would have done And upright you're 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 trusted you're you're um you're a good person not good person as soft but you are saved and you are you do the right things so to speak okay blameless does not mean sinlessly perfection obviously blameless is not you're not sinlessly perfect you're gonna sin that that's a part of the culture of the world we live in a sinful world for you to say that once you get saved you're not gonna sin is just it's just not a reality okay no person other than Jesus has ever been or ever will be perfect that's in Hebrews 4 15 you will never be perfect. Jesus was the only one. He's the only one who didn't fall to sin. We all did. Okay? We all have. Jesus never thought of a sinful... He never, Jesus never thought a sinful thought. Nor did he commit a sinful act. So he didn't think sinfully and he didn't commit it. Okay? Does it mean Satan didn't tempt him? He just didn't think sinfully and he didn't act upon anything. But every other human has been has sinned and fallen short of God's glory. That's in Romans, uh, Romans 3.23. To so every other human being, that's why he's the Christ. That's why he is the Alpha and the Omega. That's why he is a sacrificial lamb because he didn't fall to sin. He didn't give in to sin. And through his human perfection, is where we is where we take a piece of that and say we have had to be Jesus strong. I'm wearing my wrist right here, Jesus strong. I remind myself all the time, even if I do fall, that I have got to be Jesus strong. Now, am I going to do it every time perfectly? That's a, that's just a not a reality. At the same time, it's a reminder of encouragement that I got to say no to sin. I got to say no to temptation. I got to say no to these things. Okay? So, but every other human being has sinned and falls short of God's glory. Again, that's in Romans 3.23. Okay? Rather than to be blameless means to be above reproach. Okay, be to be blameless. It means to be above reproach. Paul told Timothy with, that a church leader must be blameless. It's First Timothy three two. Do you understand what blameless is? Above reproach, which means that you didn't choose to do the sinful act. You chose to take that you you avoided the sin and you took the more godly approach to things. If only perfectly sinless men were qualified to be overseers, no church would be an overseer. In other words, if, 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 if it was meant for someone not to send to be a pastor or a reverend or a priest or whatever over a church, we wouldn't have any church leaders because everyone's fallen, okay? But to be blameless, not sinless, blameless, is to be above that reproach. It's a quality that you have when you get to a certain level in discipline in the ministry. Okay? There are certain there, there, there are levels of how this works because not everyone is called to be on the pulpit. Not everyone is called to do these things without things in the church. And not everyone is called to be a pastor. It takes a special, special person to really dedicate their life and be blameless—not sinless, blameless. Okay. In a similar way, those who are upright can be contrasted with those who are crooked. In other words, crooked, upright—you can tell the difference. That's in Proverbs 17:20. As do other general statements in Psalms and Proverbs, the verse notes that the more the morally upright person is more likely to be peaceful, na- peaceful future. As in Proverbs 9, 10 through 11. So once again, <clears throat> as do other general statements in Psalms and Proverbs, this verse notes that the morally upright person, which is the one that takes the high road, the one that does the common sense thing, so to speak, or general sense, is more likely to see a peaceful future. Which, in other words, if you choose to do what God has Asked you to obey and what, you, what Jesus has told you to do in love, chances are you're going to have a peaceful future. And that's in Proverbs 9 10 through 11. The word future may imply that his descendants too will enjoy peace. In other words, if you choose peace, which is one of the three attributes of Pentecost ministries love, peace, and accountability. Peace is the middle one. If you choose a peaceful route, What's gonna happen is that what you choose will affect your family and others in your family. It will not, you, you have to understand that peacemakers, which are people who follow the love of Jesus and and are, and are in accordance to the Holy Spirit, how the Holy Spirit has comforted, brought joy and peace and love to you, it's, it's a reflection of that. And your family will see peaceful days too because it's all part of the effect. Okay. Well, so in other words, the word future may also imply to these descendants Pretty much Christians enjoy peace with God, it's in Romans 5, 1 And by committing their concerns to God in prayer They also enjoy the peace of God in their hands and minds in Philippians 4, 7 So you must understand Christians enjoy peace with God. And by committing their concerns, basically telling God, hey, this is what's going down. Hey, this is what's happening. Hey, I need help. Hey, you know, telling God this thing these things in prayer, they can also enjoy peace of God in their hearts and minds. Because you told God God's going to take care of it. You got to trust God. Philippians 4 7. Okay. So let's get into it 37 37 okay add the amplifier matter of fact now that i'm looking at this i see that i haven't marked it very interesting for me to have to mark something so i'm gonna mark it 37 37. Now, I'm going to tell you something that I do here that's very important. I've had my Bible for, this is 95, 20 plus years, 25 years, something like that, or tw- 20 years. You know, somewhere in that frame I've, I've had it, okay? And I have, and if you look at here, I'm going to show you, this is very important, okay? I have tons of scriptures, writings, and so forth. In here, okay. And you can go through the Bible. There's tons of stuff in the Bible, but you can see where I have noted, highlighted, and so forth. All types of different things to remind myself of God's word and the importance of it. So, I don't think I have a ruler on me. I might do this later on. Yeah, but I will highlight it. Okay, so now we got that far. Let's do this. Okay, so 3737 says this. Mark the blameless man and behold the upright for there is a happy end for the man of peace. Okay, mark the blameless. In other words, he's the upright. This is the one to focus on. Not the one who's doing all kinds of wickedness. The man who's blameless. Okay? doesn't say he's not guilty of something. Because everyone's guilty of something in their lives. What it means is that he's marked. Pay attention to the man who does the upright thing. Okay? And behold the upright. For there is a happy end for the man of peace. This man, this blameless upright man, is choosing the peace route. He's choosing not to go the wicked route, okay? And by doing that, he actually gets looked on like, how can he do that? Or this is an example of someone who truly needs to be admired for what he does. Now, obviously, people who are Jesus Christians, Pentecost guys, anyone who believes in Jesus and the Holy Spirit, we are a humbled humble people. We don't, um, we're not supposed to um, sucker in, so to speak, to or give in to vanity, prosperity, and so forth. That's not what Jesus was about. Jesus was about the healing of the Holy Spirit and, and leading people and being a sacrificial lamb. So, as mar- much as people are going to admire your blameless, upright, stature we know that God has said you're going to have a peaceful future because you chose to do the peaceful thing others around you are going to be like I want some of that I want to know how you're able to do that this is kind of the reason why we're called aliens to a certain degree because we the ability to be able to do that Pick a special person it's not something that everyone can do and people don't understand that being in the gospel, being in the Lord being with him you acquire that you acquire that attribute that blameless upright peacemaker attribute because God himself is living inside you, the Holy Spirit itself is is, is guiding you through whatever it is you're going through um, you avoid certain things um, that are unnecessary. There's some things you can't avoid. You just gotta go through it. Though ye though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will feel no evil. It's a shadow of death, not even the not even the valley of death. You gotta go through things. Sometimes. There's no avoiding it. But if you can avoid something, by absolutely means do so. Don't get yourself caught up in some nonsense that you don't know how to get out of. Okay? And yes the Lord will help you, but that doesn't mean you can tempt him. Don't do something unnecessarily. The blameless and upright will have peace. And that peace will become something special. Okay? Let's continue on. 37, 38. As for transgressors, they shall be destroyed together. Transgressors are those who choose the other direction. Not peacemakers, not upright, not blameless. The transgressors are the ones who chose the wicked route. Who are not doing what God has asked them to do. Had, they're, not, they're not following Jesus' examples. Not letting the Holy Spirit guide them in the way they should go. They're just transgressors. They're just doing what they want. They're self-sufficient. They're self-righteous. They're doing what they want. Okay? They shall be destroyed together. In the end, of the wicked shall be cut off. Do not be wicked. Okay? Do not be wicked. I know a little bit about this okay there was a time where I encouraged and um what's the word I'm looking for I encouraged it I encouraged the wicked um, because I wanted to feel something I wanted to feel it in my soul I wanted to know that there was something out there that was real not that I didn't feel it before with Lord but I was in a very bad spot in my life and I wanted something real and what happened I got something but it wasn't wasn't upright and it wasn't blameless it was wicked and I just cannot stand for the wickedness Um, not because I don't give you your credit or your I respect evil evil is 24 hours 7 days a week relentless on what it does i respect evil but i don't approve of it i may accept people for who they are but i don't approve of it big difference okay so my point being is that we have to come to an understanding of either you're going to do the upright and blameless route or you're going to do the wicked route okay and if you do the wicked route you're going to be cut off now does that mean that if something bad happens to you in your deathbed and whatever the case may be, that God's going to cut you off of all your inheritance in the kingdom? No one knows your walk better than you. No one knows the moments you have with God but you. Not everyone's there 24 hours a day. No, not only that, even if they have a camera on you 24 hours a day, they don't know what you and God speak about. They don't know what goes on in your heart. They don't know this. No one can truly say if you're going to go to heaven or hell. Because only that's between you and God. And even those who preach the gospel, those who are out there, countless ministries out there, even they have that wickedness to them. I mean, that's what the Holy Spirit is so important for. Because the Holy Spirit shows you and, and you can identify the ones who are actually just not upright. It's not really difficult. If you are truly with the Holy Spirit, I mean, I can watch something and know right away whether or not it's something that I want to listen to and if it's going to be Holy Spirit uh, enhanced. If you're really letting the Holy Spirit in. Now, I'm going to make something very clear to you. Just because someone says God, just because someone's preaching Jesus' name, does that mean they have. That means they don't mean have any power to do anything. Okay, we're in the come we're in the times right now where we just don't know. A lot of people are lost in life, more or less lost in trying to figure out which person is ministering the proper way, the way God wants. That's why the Holy Spirit is such a vital part of. The Jesus Christians is because that is how you determine whether or not the person who is ministering, the the pastor or the reverend or the preacher or whoever, that's how you determine whether or not that person is on that level. Just because a person is going bananas and saying Jesus Christ and God doesn't mean that person has any juice in his in his tank. Sometimes when I'm browsing through social media and I find someone on, on Facebook or on Instagram or whatever and they're just preaching the gospel um, and I happen to feel a little bit of a remembrance of the Holy Spirit, I'll encourage it. And that the Holy Spirit does this thing. A oh, uh, lot, countless Christians say they embrace the Holy Spirit, but they don't. You'll hear him talk about it once in a while, but you're not going to hear what you think you should be hearing. And you'll know it. Truth comes with the hearing. Eyes of visual, seeing. Mouth of visual, as, as audio. You will know. If you are truly believing in God, you're truly following Jesus has said to him as your Lord and Savior, and you have the Holy Spirit in you, living in you, you will know the difference between a phony baloney and a holy spirited preacher it matters nothing of whether or not you can speak it right it's the spirit pouring out of you and there's let me put it this way when you're ministering the gospel there is a certain part that's not scripted in the word that's why i only do one verse because this one verse packs a punch Now, in the scriptures, if there is a scripture in the scriptures, in this thing, that I can kind of piggyback off of, maybe I'm feeling like I should expand more on something, then I'll go to a different scripture just to try to clarify or try to expand on what what the Holy Spirit is telling me to talk about. But 9 times out of 10, if the Holy Spirit isn't in it, It's baseless It's just knowledge There is no wisdom or no spirit in it Engine is flat, no oil Okay So for instance When we're reading Psalms 37, 37 Mark the blameless man Focus on him That's an example That's the example And be bold and upright and behold the upright watch see take uh, notes on him for there is a happy end for a man of peace so that scripture is saying the person who is blameless and behold the upright there is a happy end for the man of peace man, that that upright man is, is, is a peaceful is a peacemaker as we go further out of 38 it tells you the different story. It tells you the other end of it. As for transgressors, they shall be destroyed together. It's not one person; it's together. And the end of the wicked shall be cut off. Okay. So, what we're gonna do? I'm gonna continue marking this because none of this is marked in my word. Okay. So we'll go with that. All right. 39. What does the thirty-nine say? But the salvation of the consistently righteous is of the Lord. He is their refuge and secure stronghold in the time of trouble. So what it's this is very, very good right here. This is a very good three peep. I'm gonna go and highlight that one too because this is a very, very good, powerful message here. Okay. Alright. So Let's break this down. Spirit, Show me. Okay. Mark the blameless man and behold the upright, for there is a happy end for the man of peace. In other words, when you're a peaceholder and you're blameless and you're upright about what you're doing. You're going the end of the end of a situation is going to be peaceful because you're a peacemaker. You're an upright person. You're not going to have trial and tribulation through it. It's going to work out for you and it's going to be a peaceful ending. That's what that means. As for transgressors, those who are wicked, those who don't do the right thing, those who do their own thing. Okay? They shall be destroyed together. In the end, the wicked shall be cut off. Pretty simple stuff right there. It's not really that hard to break that down. Okay? But salvation of the consci- constantly righteous is of the Lord; He is their refuge and secure stronghold in the time of trouble. So, although He says, "Keep an eye on the one as like an example, someone to look up to, someone to be you know interested in, to see as an example." At His end, there's gonna be peacefulness. The wicked transgressors. Are all together going to get it, and they're going to be cut off. But he goes back to the peacemakers again. But the salvation of the constantly righteous is of the Lord. He is their refuge and secure stronghold in time of trouble. So the person, so it's going back to the person that originally was the constantly righteous, the one who continuously brings it, is a stronghold and a refuge for those in trouble. People around him, people that, are, that know that person, or whoever that person is, is gonna to cling to that person because they're gonna see that that is the peaceful way. Pretty simple, huh? Peace. Love peace and accountability, peace. Okay, so, let's see. Do we have any other versions? Of course we do, let's see. So, the NIV says, consider the blameless, observe the upright, a future awaits for those who seek peace. Okay. Consider the blameless. A little different. Okay, so the New Living Translation says, look at those who are honest and good, for a wonderful future awaits for those who love peace. Not bad. Not bad. The, 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 the uh, new, new American Standard Bible says, Observe the blameless person and look at the upright, for the person of peace will have a future. Okay. So far, I like uh, the New Living Translation the best. Look at those who are good, honest and good, for a wonderful future awaits for those who love peace. Pretty good stuff so far. Alright, so let's go and see what let's see let's see what it says in other versions i'm interested now other versions all right let's see okay uh, the America Standard Version marked the perfect man, uh, so it's kind of a farce work translation. I wouldn't call him perfect. And behold the upright, for there is a happy end of the man of peace. Okay, somewhat. Okay, so now we got the Bible in basic English. It says, give attention to the good man and take note of the upright, because the end of the man is peace. So basically, watch him, observe him, take note, Just take notes, or take uh, or, uh, uh uh, learn from him because he's in his, his peace. Oh, the Common English Bible says, Observe those who are have integrity and watch those whose heart is right because the future belongs to the person the, the, the persons a peace. I like that. Observe those who have integrity and watch those whose heart is right. Okay, that's in the Common English Bible. C-E-B. Okay, now the complete Jewish Bible says, "Observe the pure person, consider the right upright, for peaceful per, for the peaceful person will have posterity, not prosperity. Posterity, which means that person is going to have a chilled outcome. Another word for peaceful, posterity. Okay." The New Good News Translation says, Notice good people, observe the righteous, peaceful people have descendants. What does that mean? You'll, peaceful people will be able to affect others and those people will become part of that. So it's kind of like, it's, it's kind of like it's translating it. For those who, those who say, you know, we got to have children to pass on our, our, uh, our knowledge and our wisdom of life, um, Descendants is kind of the same thing, a different way of saying it. Peaceful people have descendants will basically mean that your peacefulness will carry on to others. Okay. Okay, the hebrews names version says Mark the perfect man. Kind of okay. See the upright, which makes sense. For there's a future for a man of shalom. Shalom means peace. Or or chill. A lot of the time, it says "perfect man." I like the "blameless man" more. "Perfect man" sounds like more like you have to be like Christ. I like "blameless" because that means that you're just people are not really tripping on you. So, like the the Lexham English Bible says, "observe the blameless and look at the upright, for there is a future for a man of peace." I like that. The Message Bible says, "Keep your eye on the healthy soul, scrutinize the straight life." Basically, you're going to be basically, you know, being upright comes at a price. They're the future for the strenuous wholesome wholeness. Basically, there is a good ending for someone who's hold have wholeness, who is peaceful. Okay, the new century version says think of the innocent person and watch the honest one. That's like, that's good. Think of the innocent person. Watch the honest one. The man who has peace will have children to live after him. Like the descendants, peacemakers. But okay. Let's see here. The New International Readers Version says, think about those who have who are without blame. Look at those who are honest. A man who loves peace will have a tomorrow. Basically, you'll be able to it's just a very good thing to be able to move forward and the, and, and tomorrow will come for you. Okay, the New Revised Standard Version says, Mark the blameless and behold the upright, for there is posterity for the peaceable. Not bad. Okay, the De DeRay Realms Catholic Bible says, Keep innocence and behold justice, for there are remnants for the peaceful man, or peaceable man. There's a lot of different ways of saying this. I like it. white clip version says, "Keep the the innocence and see uh, equity for those for those be relics to a peaceful man." There we go. Many different ways of saying this one. Um, Whatever translation you have and you read, um, if you are truly following along, and uh, you have a version that we may not have talked about or we may not have mentioned, um, putting it into our chat over here. Over here or uh, email, email us. So, see, put the email up here. So, okay, so there's the email bluebook at gmail.com. So, definitely hit us if you email. Say, hey, you know, I use this version of the Bible, I haven't heard you guys talk about it in any of your messages maybe we should uh you know consider it and uh i'll look at it and see you know what we can do with that okay um but definitely definitely good word good word good word so let's summarize what we have talked about today all right in this psalm david contrasts the way god protects and saves his people contrasted with the ruin of which awaits for the wicked wicked righteous much of the much of this seems to be blamed based on david's own experiences which is in psalms 37 25 and 35 as with many other passages in psalms and proverbs the passage encourages godly wisdom godly wisdom those who reject god and his ways can expect uncertainty on earth and disaster in eternity Pretty simple, it really is. It gives you both ways and lets you know life, tomorrow, descendants, peace come for the peacemakers. Guys, it's been a wonderful message. Um, the message is entitled Peace P E A C E. We have got to be bringers of peace, we have got to be people who bring peace to the table who are lovers of peace who just want people to to take it down a notch and to understand that God is the only way we gotta obey God love Jesus and let the Holy Spirit just guide us through this walk now you hear me talk a lot about obedience with God because that's the Old Testament obedience thing we didn't have the Holy Spirit Like we do in the New Testament. Um, The Old Testament was for knowledge and education. Our wisdom is in the Holy Spirit and in the New Testament. So, be a peacemaker. Avoid situations that are just unnecessary. And take care of your families. Take care of your friends. Be that person, that difference maker. Be that blameless, upright person. Um, we have a savior who forgives, he, Jesus is married to a backslider. All of us are going to fall, we're all going to have a rough life, with or without the Lord. The Lord, it's it, it, it just so much more comforting knowing that you can put your burdens on him, you can relax knowing that he is there for you. Okay? Be a peacemaker. Father, right now I ask that everyone out there takes the upright, blameless approach. The approach of the Holy Spirit, the approach of Jesus, and just bring, be a bringer of peace. Bring a pair of a community. Bring, a, bring a, a, a movement of Pentecost, of getting together and celebrating. And the Holy Spirit just fall on us. And we have deliverances and revivals and miracles and all that stuff. That's a peaceful thing. Those who minister... In the Holy Spirit, if another minister has something said that may not line up with what you feel that scripture is saying, does that mean the scripture is wrong? Negative. Does that mean what the pastors say and their preachers say is wrong? Negative. What it means is you get into that word and you may have a conversation with that person and, or whatever the case is. And if you're able to agree on it that's the Holy Spirit working it out because everyone had different life experiences not everyone has the same life experiences on the same level so if a message is given and that person through the Holy Spirit is interpreting it a certain way there is a reason for that so don't judge okay though without the Holy Spirit there is no comfort there is no unity so Father, I ask you right now, I thank you for everyone watching and listening to this message. Peaceful, Father, bring peace to those who believe. And have those who believe in peace expound it and and spread it. Be a peacemaker. Be an upright and blameless soul. Do these things that God and Jesus have asked. Don't let the Holy Spirit just bring peace upon everyone. And that the the, the, the ones who have, have been preaching a non-Holy Spirited message, for the Holy Spirit to boom, hit them. And that the messages have more Holy Spirit in them. Bring that Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, just do it. Everyone out there has a testimony. From where you were to where you are. Don't let prosperity get in your way of God's calling in your life. Prosperity is prosperity is only a, 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 a gateway to something that's not godly. I always say if you're going to be elevated in the ministry, do it on a on a health and wealth level. Not wealthy as in money, wealthy as in healthy. Healthy spirit, healthy life, and you'll keep moving up. Humble, grateful, gracious, loving, and accountability. God wants to elevate his 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 most most trusted soldiers that minister the word no matter how it is but he is not going to elevate you anymore if you veer off in the prosperity into wickedness into no holy spirit he's not going to exalt you it's not god exalting you that's something else okay so god bless you jesus i ask you right now to bless everyone watching and listening that you you move on their lives holy spirit move on their lives be a part of them father we ask you that whoever's watching listening welcome the holy spirit into their lives welcome the holy spirit into their homes welcome the holy spirit into their everyday functions as the oil to the engine we thank you father for everything you're going to do day in and day out father we ask just for you to do what you do in everyone's life as the mechanics of your work and jesus is my name by the by the power of the holy spirit amen and amen well guys like i said hit the chat bar uh, the email is in there um definitely if you want to see this live or any email other on demand here's the website blueblip.com check it out hit the link um they're, they're on demand, and then they're, uh, they're live. You can watch us live. So, without further ado, respect, fear God. Follow Jesus. And let the Holy Spirit flow through you like a Russian river. Until next time. Until next time. <laughs> And until next time, Jesus Strong.